Welcome to the Batir We Go podcast, coming at you from the Batir We Go studios in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> wow, did you just go through puberty, like right in that second? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm getting over this cold. Right. Or is it a allergies. cold or is it allergies? I don't know. Because my Flonase has been working like a charm. Yeah, but... Who knows? All we know is the Batirs are still COVID-free. Yeah. We have made it almost made, two years. We've done the tests. We've we've made the shots. We've juked and jived and canceled plans. <laughs> we've done it all. Right. And all in the name of being COVID-free. Right. I do hope there's a trophy somewhere out there for us. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> we've worked so hard. Did you ever go to school when you were deathly ill? So that you would still have perfect attendance? Yes, and I have a really funny story Ooh, about it. Let's hear it. Because <laughs> this is me being at school. You can all tell my voice is terrible, but we need to get this show out. This is, and we've been talking about COVID. This is like. Right. You sound worse today than last week, in my opinion. Yeah, last week but I was I, like. I'm sounding stuffy, so. Last week I was, I had that one day where it was just like all pressure, all pain and not good and the next day i was like totally fine and then this deluge of yellow phlegm and of the coughing and now yesterday and today i started losing my voice probably didn't help i had four hours of meetings yesterday and had to give a presentation that ended up taking an hour and a half Do you remember pre-2020 how we all just like went to work sick yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and no one thought anything of and, it. Unless you had the flu, you came to work. And if like my boss would see me, Maria would be like, Joe, go home. I'm like, no, right. I swear, you it's can, allergies. It's you allergies. You can go home I'm early. Fine. Go home a couple hours early. I'm Don't fine. stay home all day. Just go I'm, home a couple hours I'm early. I'm fine. It's just allergies. I'm not going to get anybody sick. I need to finish my PhD. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't take off a day. Okay, do you want to hear my funny story? Let's hear your story. Okay, so um, as we've discussed, I was homeschooled basically from kindergarten up until high school. Perfect attendance. <laughs> perfect attendance when at home. Um, actually, no, I think I had perfect. They don't give attendance awards in high school, not at least not in our high school. Yeah, so I wasn't driven by the desire for a like a, an attendance award. I was driven by um, the fear that if I missed a day, I would get behind, and I took. A lot of like, you know, honors classes and stuff. There's a lot of homework and I just stress that maybe they're going to teach me something and then I'm going to, you know, get behind. Anyway, you know, um, but this is freshman year. No, no, no. It was all three years. It was freshman, sophomore and junior year. So all three years I found myself waking up. This is like one day a year and I would wake up and I would not be feeling the best. And I, I you can attest this. I don't get sick often. I have a pretty good immune system. Um, and I just don't get sick often. And I also don't like going to the doctor, which is not a good combo because when I'm actually sick, I should probably go to the doctor. So um, freshman year, woke up, was not feeling the best, but I was determined to go to school. So I went to school and my stomach started feeling worse, right? And I'm like going from like period to period and I'm like signi getting significantly worse. And then in a class, I ended up vomiting in class. Everywhere. Right. And um, it was exorcist, style. and then they then they send you home, right? 
Um, but at the time, my friend Samir was in that class, and he laughed at me. He he, <laughs> he just like that was the kind of friendship we had. Is he just That's would good. tease the heck out of me, and he just thought it was the funniest thing. And honestly, it was my fault. I felt nauseous from the get go. I should have just stayed at home. Fast forward to sophomore year, same thing. I wake up, not feeling too hot, but I I go to school anyway. And then I'm in geometry class, but I uh, I realized I had to vomit. I was like, no, no, not again. I will not vomit in this class. I go to the bathroom. Barely made it out of the door. I vomit all over the hallway. <laughs> and I look up. And, and there's Samir. Samir's watching. Staring. <laughs> and he's like, you've got to be kidding me. Junior year comes by. I, I again, same, the, you know, the drill. I'm in Spanish class, feeling sick. And I manage to puke in like a trash can right when the bell rings and like the classes are changing. And Samir walks into the class and he was just like, Allie, stay, stay home. <laughs> like, this is the third time this is happening. Um, and then it didn't happen senior year. The Lord smiled upon me. But three years in a Do row. Do you know why? Why? Because Samir was transferred to a new school. <laughs> No, he wasn't. Oh, but he okay. also was too lazy and forgot to sign up for the SATs and had to go to a community college simply because he forgot to take the SAT. He was an extremely smart person. I don't I don't understand that because you can go and take it another time. But you have to get your test results back in order to apply for schools by a certain time. So he managed to... Miss all the deadlines. Miss all of the right. possible dates. right. What about which I feel like would take some some intention, you know? What about hard. the date that is at the school that uh, you have half of your day you're taking the SATs that and then sounds, the half a day that's you get really, off? That's really sweet that Shanahan High School had that. We did not have it that. It was Manuka. Manuka High School. Had, we did not know. And I'm pretty sure it was all of Illinois. You had a day where you took the ACTs. Okay, well, great. I didn't go. To, I did not grow up in Illinois. In Texas, I took it on a Saturday morning. The funny part about that is that you could go to school on that. Like, you could go and get into a university somewhere. If you were going to get any type of of athletic scholarship, you had to go and take it in a, the way they called it, was like an unbiased, neutral setting. So, it, so, so, so the all idea, your other scores were tampered with? So the idea was that, yeah, if, if you're like this star athlete, potentially you have somebody helping you to get a high enough ACT score to get into a D1 school somewhere. And it was like, this is, this is kind of silly. Like, how often does that happen? And I'm sure it happens. But for some reason, like, that was the case. You could get a 36 and be totally cool going on an academic scholarship. No problem there. But if you played sports. But if you played sports, then you need to make sure you're in a neutral, unbiased <laughs> They're just like, location. there's no way this kid got this good of a score. <laughs> he plays football. Yeah, I guess. Uh, no, we just had PSATs in at school and then AP tests at school. If you took the SAT, you had to go off campus on a Saturday to take it, at least in my district. Okay, you ready for first first thing? So, what are we talking about today? Okay, I was I was just scanning the, the interwebs as I do, and um, I found a list of like the t like top ten um, Gen Z lingo. And I thought Ooh. it would be funny to go over it because one, I'm not sure. Because I, I know am all Gen them. Z. 
You're not Gen Z. You're right. I'm a millennial. <laughs> um, Is that a trait of millennials trying to put themselves into a different generation? I don't. Th- I think millennials. It's hard because we're like an we're a very large. We're like a 25 year span. Because it's like, what is it, like early 80s to like 1995? I think 85 or 84, 85. Oh, that's just the, a 10 year span. And that's the, that's the like cusp. Right, There's right. a few years there that are cusp years. Right, because I know my, my little brother was born in 95 and he's, he's like the last year. And so he's like this awkward, like I feel like I'm part of both. Okay. Anywho, um, we're going to see if, I feel like I'm going to know more of these than you are. So, uh, but we'll see. Because I'm an older millennial. And you're just not on social media. I just don't talk to people. <laughs> right. I'm on TikTok, so I feel like I know some of them. But um, I'm going to give you a word, and then I want you to tell me. I either want you to tell me what you think it means, or I want you to use it in a sentence. Okay. Okay. First one. Bet. Bet? Bet. Like B-E-T. Yeah. You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> or bet me. Or... That girl's bet. It's kind of or... like <laughs> no. It's kind of like a um, like approval. So if someone was like, "Hey, you want to go grab food?" You'd be like, "Bet." Like you better believe it. I don't make this up. This is just what the kids are saying. Okay. So the... I was right when I said you betcha. I guess you were. Yeah. 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 Um, this one I hadn't Except heard before. It without it, it's. I would be confused if somebody said bet. Like made it like bet, like bet me versus like you better believe it. Like those to me are two very different but sayings. They, they don't have time to say the whole thing. The world's moving fast. They got to shorten it to just bet. But now is there like an inflection like bet or bet? <laughs> because if somebody's like aggressive with it, then I'm like, oh, they're challenging me. <laughs> Or if I'm like, if I challenge them, or I I don't know what I'm, if I'm saying like, the show starts at seven, and then they say bet, and then I'm like, okay, 20 bucks, because <laughs> I'm going to say, I know I'm right, but if they're, if they're like, but then if- Just stay away from young people, because you're going to get into a fight. <laughs> or, or here's, here's the case, if, if I, if I'm asking, if I say something like, Let's go to a show. It starts at seven. And then they say bet. Then I'm supposed to assume that means they're going to the show with me. (laughs) It's just, man. It's crazy time. And especially a one syllable word. This is tough. Okay, moving on. And this is just the first one. This is the first one. Okay, bussin. Bussin? Bussin. Busting (laughs) or bussing? Let me just pause here for a disclaimer. I don't even know if I'm saying this right because I feel like I'm saying this in a way and I don't know if I'm right. Bussin. <laughs> bussin. Bussin. This just says bussin. Bussin. So B-U-S-S-I-N-G. I'm going to be like the spelling bee guy. Bussing. No. Oh, no. I'm out of the spelling bee. Have you? I love this. Anyway, we can talk about the spelling bee another time. Bussin. Bussin. Can you spell it for me? <laughs> B-U-S-S-I-N apostrophe. Bussin'. Mm. So I think there's two different ways that, that I would, my first thought would be, 
and I need to know what the context is. Obviously, one is like, I'm trying not to laugh because the mic is sitting on my lap and I'm like shaking it and I know it's going to pick it up. The first, my first thought is like, it is a derogatory term. Like my car broke down and I'm busing to work. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm poor. And like, it's, that's a rude, rude thing to say, but you know. About yourself? Young people are rude in general. Just like (laughs) I, I, and I say that as a, a former young person. I was a jerk. Joe, I was you're rude. 35. You're still a young person. <laughs> yeah, but who above the age Bussin. of <laughs> who above the age of 22 is using the word bussin? Not I. <laughs> I want to know. Anybody over 22 saying bussin? Leave it in please, the comments. Please, please let me know. I I want to understand <laughs> we, why you're saying Because we it. have such a large Gen Z listening I need to group. know why you are saying bussin. Okay, do you want to guess what the, what was your other option? The other option is like a a bus boy. So you're out there bussing. You're out there making the money. You're out there right. cleaning up. Right. Both are wrong, but good guesses. It just means really good. Kind of like bitching, bussing. So example- as in a sentence, like says, you're taking everybody to work. The new Drake song is "Bussin'." I don't make up the rules. <laughs> you're staring at me what? like I do. What? Okay, this is my favorite. Why one. would? Why would you? Are we? Are you? I'm so. Let's confused. just move on. Let's just move just on. expect to be confused for this whole list. Okay. The next one I think is funny, just because you mentioned it earlier today. Good. And you mispronounced it so wonderfully that I hope Good. you can remember how you pronounce it. But Chugi. Chugi. And how did you say it? There was a uh, <laughs> way back in the day. I think it was uh, circa 2003. There was a rapper named Chingy. I think I said Chiggy, Chiggy, and even that it was it was very similar to the the few um, the few newscasts I saw about people talking about kids using the word Chugi. Mm. It was like chuggy, cheggy. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> it's a, such a weird word. They did the same thing to Chingy. <laughs> they did the same thing to him, except he was a rapper. Respect. Not, not a made up word. Wait, so what do you think it means? Chuggy's like, ugh. <laughs> like, oh, chuggy. Right. So That's chuggy. Right. It's something uncorrelated. It's kind of like, like being a bogan. A bogan? Yeah, is this a Midwestern? No, that's Australian slang. Oh, and that means like a weirdo? A bogan's kind of like a homeless person. Oh, that's mean. I know, it is mean. It's not that... No, let me let me take that back. <laughs> like homeless, people, homeless people are loved and they're great and we want to help them all. A bogan is somebody who just chooses to Like be, a bum. Chooses to be a bum. Right, okay, by yes. choice. By choice. Got it. Doesn't shower. Doesn't wash his clothes. Right. That That's not the same thing at all. Chuggy became popular when the skinny jeans started getting attacked. And as a female millennial, I felt very victimized by that. But uh, but skinny jeans were the first thing that was chuggy. Is there a an origin story for the word chuggy? There is. Let's hear it. I don't know it. It's on TikTok though. They oh. they, they like track down like this what? one TikTok person used the word chuggy. Origin. And origin it story. Right. No, the word directly came from TikTok. Came from TikTok. In a world where new words come from the internet, the origin story of 
Chugi. <laughs> a lot of words come from... The, anyway, the next one I feel like... Uh, I think that you will know this next one. No cap. No cap? No no clue? I Oh, I've got plenty of clues. It could be you're shooting blanks. <laughs> means you don't have any... You don't have any ammo, so you don't have any caps. It could be you're not capitalizing your words, which is bad grammar. (laughs) Or maybe it's good grammar. I don't know. I will say this. The definition this article is giving me is not the definition that I thought it was. So when I think of no cap, I think of like people are talking and somebody's like surprised by something and somebody comes back to them and says... No cap, like, no, it's not cool or, like, not impressive or, like, just matter of fact. Okay, I think I agree with this definition now. Oh, it it okay. just confirms you're not lying. But the, the sentence they give is, are you really going to ask her out, no cap? Which I've never heard no cap used as a question. I just heard it in the way that you said it. It's like a response, like, no cap. But again, why? I don't no know. No cap. I just make so me think can't someone say for doesn't real anymore. Like you can't say that. Or you like can. It just could be chuggy. For cereal. For well, that's chuggy. <laughs> that's that's worse that's than chuggy. That's probably chuggy. Seriously. Okay, next one. Um, drip. Drip. Yeah. Man, and there's say this. so many. I thought that drip was referring to, like, decked out in jewelry. Like dripping in diamonds, like that's where I thought drip came from. Okay, you don't even okay. have to guess. I'm just gonna tell you. This is no. Saying let it me means- guess. Let oh, me okay. guess. I got okay. plenty of guesses. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is really. This is becoming not so much me guessing what the words mean. It is what would happen if you ask if you use this word in a sentence with a millennial. Because okay. this is what I would I'd be trying to figure out. If you say drip, I'd be like, yes, please. I would like a drip coffee. <laughs> Let me give you a or, sentence. Okay, sure. Zendaya's drip is amazing. Zendaya's drip is amazing. So it could be could be uh her look. Her fashionable style. See, I was I was not gonna go that way at all. I was thinking coffee. I was thinking like you're annoying because you're like a dripping drain. Right. Well, that's why I can understand it because I I've heard drip with with jewelry, but not with fashionable stuff. Yeah, I would I would think that hearing that would be like I'm thinking of like a drippy faucet and how you're just annoying. You're always dripping. Right. Like I think it's strange that drip is referring to like the whole package. Yeah. And and why wouldn't you just say like the whole package you're like i guess it's hard because doing a hand motion you can't see a hand motion on a podcast or on a facebook comment or on a facebook comment but typically if i wanted to say somebody's got like everything going on i would just be like this and i'm doing a hand motion encircling somebody the whole everything and saying this as in like this works this is good this is, as Gen Z would call it, drip. This drip. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah, let's hear the next one. Simp. Can be used as a verb as in simping. Simp? Yeah, simping. You're, Simp, simping. 
simping is plain dumb. You're just trying to be the simple, simple person. You're just trying to simp. simp Wait, out. I take it back. Apparently, you can't use it with ing. <laughs> I've heard it, but again, I think I knew this is a different word than what I thought it was. Can't you turn everything into a verb? I guess you can. Like I'm joeing right now, but yeah, I would. I hear simp, and I'm like, oh, they're trying to. They're doing something simple. Right. I would think, oh, yeah, simp, simple, something that was way too easy for them. And now they're trying to simplify it by simping. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah, let's hear it. Someone desperate to gain others' approval, often used in a sexist way to describe a man who is overly submissive to women. Example, Ben is such a simp for buying Vanessa so much stuff. I agree. I mean... (laughs) Ben, you're buying too much stuff, bro. What if he wants to buy her stuff? Why is that being submissive? Is that being well, loving? I mean, I loving? If, well, that's their love language. Maybe. This, maybe he Gen should Gen Z is very judgy. That's all I got Maybe he say. should learn how to love her and not how to try and buy her love. Okay. Well, we can go on for days Sorry, advising ben. ben in life. This one is skirt. Skirt. <laughs> skirt. Sounds like breaks <laughs> yeah that's yeah Skirt. right it's an onomatopoeia that's what it's supposed to sound like but what do you think it means it means pump the brakes <laughs> no it's actually an expression of excitement and the <laughs> example that it uses is i just aced that test skirt <laughs> i just ate that test. Skirt. see that i understand but at the same time i'm like the excitement that i'm getting and slamming my brakes for is something that I just saw behind me. So it wouldn't be about, I wouldn't say, I just aced that test. Skirt. It would be somebody else being like, skirt. Like what? (laughs) You aced that test? Well, and I'm wondering because Gen Z is like, is extremely um, online. I'm wondering if a lot of these words are more written than they are said. Does that make sense? I prefer I, to say that word. I really don't. I really I've like never, saying it. Well, I, don't, I don't know a lot of Gen Z, but I do not. I've never heard one go up to me I and could, say skirt. I, I could way back when, back when I was like in the age of 13 to 16, we would go hang out at the mall. Sometimes catch a movie. Sometimes buy, buy curly fries from Arby's. Sometimes we go get pizza at Sapporo's. But no matter what, we were always out there looking for girls and trying to get the digits. <laughs> That's a phone number. Always. There was no hashtags back then. And in my mind, I could see this happening like a guy walking past a girl and then making the sound. And then, like, backing Stop. up. Stop. I mean, like, hey. Hey there. Um, What's wait, going on? You're, not, you're just saying that you can imagine. No one actually did this, right? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Nobody made that sound. Okay. I thought you were saying that, like, you and your friends years ago. <laughs> no, nobody that. 20 years ago was making that sound. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure somebody was, but they weren't getting those digits. <laughs> no. I don't know. I mean, they would have been ahead of their time. 20 years ahead of their time. But I could see that happening today. Like in my mind, like I could see that and a girl would laugh and think it's funny and probably they would exchange Instagram handles, not phone numbers anymore. Or maybe they would like 
I don't even know what's cool now. TikTok, they would scan the TikTok. You'd ask for her handle. Her hand? Her, <laughs> her handle. <laughs> hey, can I get your hand? <laughs> okay, next one. Skirt. <laughs> slaps. Skirt. Like his new ride slaps. You, you must have heard this one before. Obviously, it's like, it's awesome. It's not like slapping people. Like, right, that's right, right. not cool. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, Stan. 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 Is this the pronoun Stan? Let, or is let me this... give you an example. She loves Harry Styles. She's such a Stan. That's weird. Because why would she be a Stan? I've never heard of a girl being a Stan. Like, a girl named Stan? It's, a, it's not capitalized. Lowercase Stan. It's not a word, people. Apparently, it's a combination between stalker and fan, meaning an obsessive fan. Mm, okay, okay. So now we're combining words the way that we would make celebrity gossip names. Right, exactly. Like Brangelina. Right. Except this is Stan. Right. She's a Stan for Brangelina. This one you should know. Sus. sus. Like, look, that guy's staring at us. He's sus. Suspect. Yeah, suspicious. That was he crazy. is a suspect. So sus. Um. Oh, woke is on here. Woke. I don't actually know what woke means. It just means to be well informed and sensitive to cultural issues. It's, it's that's what it it means. Dow. <laughs> My nose is stuffed up. <clears throat> woke it comes specifically from the black the community. Awoken. Yeah, it's like the black community when someone within the black community became basically awoke awakened to the history of their own people. And so now it's kind of like taking on a different term of like, hey, you're woke. And well, becoming I guess, enlightened. Right, becoming enlightened. But now I guess it's taking on even more of a... Yeah. Whew. We digress. Yep. FYP. For your protection. <laughs> it means for you page. It's a part of TikTok. For you page? What? What have is you your ever, for you page? Have you ever been on TikTok? No, I Are haven't. you really not? Yeah, I've never downloaded You've never it. like sat you there were, and watched me scroll? I mean, a little bit, but you've never gone to your FYP, apparently. <laughs> I have. So the the For You page is essentially like the page it opens up to, and it, it's like whatever the TikTok algorithm thinks that you'll like. It just puts uh, videos on your For You page. So with this uh, FYP, why are people talking about it? Because if you get on like the FYP page, that means your video is being sent out as part of the algorithm, and that like you're more likely to go viral. Oh, so you if you see yourself on your FYP page, then or you'll be like, hey, did you did that video come up on your FYP page? Or like for example, Haley and I, it's funny because. Uh, TikTok algorithm has like literally like our FYPs are the same. Like we get the same videos on both of our for you pages because because wow. it recognizes we're twins. Wow, TikTok. You know what's cool about that? Not so much the FYP, but the fact that all of this is based on algorithms, right? Math and it's all math. Yeah. Hey, math. There's a lot. Math rules the natural world. There's a lot well out there. Math. Oh, wait, you know this one. Goat. Lovely farm, a- farm <laughs> animal that everybody adores, but everybody hates to have. I don't know why people hate to have it, but it just means greatest of all time. 
which <sighs> you knew. <laughs> this is the goat. This one I did not know, or and I've never heard of. Ratio. Ratio? Mm-hmm. Like the math. So that's how it's spelled? It doesn't give me an example of like in a sentence, so I literally okay. don't know okay. this. So ratio, if I had to guess, since we've been doing all these, I would have to say that this is a shortened version of Horatio Hornblower. <laughs> and Horatio Hornblower was well known for for being being one of the original one of the original whistleblowers back in his book series. <laughs> Horatio Hornblower spoken, brings down the union. Spoke very well spoken for someone who has never so, read those books. So I think if you're being called for your ratio, it's because you're calling out injustice. It all it says is when replies to a tweet vastly outnumber likes or retweets. So I don't know how you would use that in a sentence. Be like my ratio is is bad. <laughs> I got my ratios. My ratio. Well, and why up. is that bad? Like, why would that be a bad thing that you have more comments than likes or retweets? That's a really good question. Do you want real engagement or do you want acknowledgement? Right. Does that mean that people don't like what you have to say, so they're not liking it and they're not retweeting it? They're just telling you in the comments how terrible you, you're you are. Wrong. Right. I mean, maybe that is it. I I really want some uh some thumbs down buttons on social media. I just want a dislike button on Facebook. That's there cuz mainly cuz there's more things on Facebook that I dislike than any other social yeah. media platform. I don't mind Facebook mostly because I'm not on it anymore. Obviously I still have it and like things come up but I don't have any of my notifications turned on. I We'll go check it out occasionally for like something like it's somebody's birthday or something. But I really don't use Facebook. I'll post all of my photos to Facebook because it automatically posts from Instagram. But it's really just kind of there. So having a dislike button there doesn't matter. But if I could like dislike people on LinkedIn and tell them like, no, you're wrong. And you're an idiot. <laughs> this is what I don't understand, though, because like Facebook owns YouTube, right? Right? No, Google does. Because oh. YouTube has a dislike button. Yeah. Because Twitter doesn't have a dislike. Like, no, the only thing that has a dislike button is YouTube. And I always think and that's I, silly I because think Reddit does. Okay, well, Reddit I feel like has everything, but I just don't know why YouTube has a dislike and no one else does. Because they want you to be able to express your opinion. All right. So the last two are dumb because we know what they are. FOMO and I-Y-K-Y-K, which is if you know, you know. I-Y-K-Y-K. Right. Yeah. If you know, you know. But here, here's my unpopular opinion. Tell me. I am convinced that the majority of these words are only used online and not spoken in real life and are used by such a like are used by influencers and not your average Gen Z person. And so people think it's more prevalent than it is. I hear you. I would say that that is not an unpopular opinion. I would say that that is your hypothesis <laughs> because it is a testable 
theory. Right, right, right. Well, it's a testable idea. Right. Um, and I would also say we'd have to go and check it out. We'd have to go to a local high school and get some data. <laughs> Undercover data gatherer. Coming to a high school near you. Listening for Chugi. I-Y-K-Y-N-Y-I-Y. Okay, so this breaking news story out of California. Oh, is this a new segment called... This is a new segment called... Break the news. Weird animal news with Allie. But cheers, break the news. Weird animal edition. Okay. This, I cli- I have, honestly, I haven't even read the article, but the headline was fantastic that I was just like, we got to talk about Good, it. Good, let's talk about it. This is the headline. Hank the Tank, 500 pound black bear still at large after breaking into another home in Tahoe. Hank, you need to stop <laughs> it, man. Hank, you're about to get shot. <laughs> Like you get it. I just love he has a name. <laughs> Hank, if you go over <laughs> to the Nevada side, you're dead, man. Like, like if he has a to... name, is he? <laughs> anyway, let's read the article. No, the problem is people have been feeding him, and now he's like, guys, I'm hungry. I want food now. Right. Like a cat like, outside. Forget it. I'm coming inside. Right. Just like Mo is like yeah. wanting to live with us now. Yeah. A 500-pound black bear wreaking havoc in the Tahoe Keys community was spotted Friday morning and broke into another home, South Lake Tahoe police said. The bear now has an unofficial name, Hank the Tank. Named appropriately by the South Lake Tahoe Police Department this morning, Hank added another crime to his rap sheet. Oh, so this was a a name given by the cops. Right, right. So you know it's serious. (laughs) The bear broke into a secluded home on Catalina Drive this morning in the Tahoe Keys neighborhood, the police said. Officers banged on the exterior of the home until Hank escaped out the back door. Officers remained in the area to ensure the bear ran off at a safe distance from the home without damaging any other properties nearby. South Lake Tahoe police said Hank did not break into a garage where trash is kept, but rather he broke into a secured home through a small window. Dang, Hank. Get it, Hank. (laughs) Wow. They should call him Hank the Nimble Little Lion. Oh, my gosh. I love it. They then have like a tweet with photos of like a a paw print in the snow and like a cop's foot next to it like to show, you know, how they they show size. size. (laughs) And then the broken window. He looks freaking huge. I'm I'm not dead. I'm not. There's more. Okay. Okay. When needed, officers are trained to use deterrents such as loud sirens, dry firing their lasers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> their lasers. Dry, wait, what's dry firing their tasers and beanbag rounds? Dry firing a taser is just like turning it on so it makes uh, the, the electric popping. Right. And then beanbag rounds are a, it's a gun that has beanbags in it instead of bullets. Dang, sounds like a big gun. Sounds like it sounds painful. It does. No, it would be it would be shooting. It's this similar to like shooting rubber bullets. Uh, so oh, it's like the little, same. Be, little bean bags. Yeah, I was thinking like the bags. ones that you play with the cornhole oh, with, <laughs> that, <laughs> like a t-shirt <laughs> cannon. I was that like, would that not feels be like fun. it's dangerous. This latest breaking comes as California Department of Wildlife officials, along with the police, have been dealing with Hank for quite some time. Just in the past two months, Hank has racked up over 150 service calls for break-ins and other issues related to reported sightings. Wow. Now, 
this may be an unpopular opinion. I know. Hey, officials say euthanasia is the last resort. If that's we're going to get a lot of <laughs> we're going to get a lot of slack here, or a lot of flack, or a lot of sus, or whatever. <laughs> but Hank needs to die. <laughs> like, no, Hank either needs to be put him in a zoo or something, or a, uh, like a sanctuary. We can either capture him and put him in a zoo or a sanctuary, or it's time to just put him out of his misery. The problem here. Here's the problem. If any one of those 150 incidents involved a farm animal, then he is doing direct damage to business and to livestock, and then the rancher has the legal right to shoot him and kill him on sight on scene. Look, 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 look. This is a sweet little animal. It is not his- 500 pounds. It is not his fault that his natural habitat- has been taken over by humans and thus pushed out all his natural food sources and he is forced to eat human food. And this is now the way that he has adapted to his now (laughs) new environment. So who should be the one euthanized, Hank the Tank or us? (laughs) Well, I I will concede to that, that... More than likely, the problem is humans. They started feeding him, thinking he was this cute little bear. And just so happens, Hank is now going to try and invite himself in. It's a lot different having a feral animal inviting himself in when it's a three-pound feral cat versus a 500-pound pound black bear and black bears they they're typically they're not grizzly so they're yeah, they they're typically more, smaller they're they're smaller they're less aggressive so a 500 pound black bear is like huge that is pretty it's a big it's a, let me show you this picture of it yeah you <laughs> <laughs> he's fat yeah hank is hank's a big boy there he i mean just so I'm I'm a little far away from the phone, but just looking at him from here, he kind of looks like okay. He needs to get on Jenny Craig. Yeah, he's not a healthy black bear. Right. Let me read you the last two paragraphs, and then I have an update on the story. Officials say euthanasia is a last resort taken by the Department of Fish and Wildlife. However, Hank's past behavior and dependence on human food make relocating the bear very difficult. As of Friday, no viable relocation site for this bear has been found. While unlikely, the Department of Fish and Wildlife are exploring other options. And then I scrolled down and it said video, 500 pound black bear in South Lake Tahoe community to be euthanized. Hank the tank. I just want to apologize. I didn't think this was going to be a sad story. (laughs) When you start talking about animals disrupting human life, typically... It ends in death for the animal. But we interrupted first. Yeah, we shouldn't have given him any food. Was he given food, you think? Or he just went and found it in like trash cans? He was clearly acclimated to going and foraging through people's stuff. Whether that was started by people leaving leftover ham for him or or something like that ultimately he he would not be able to survive in the wild because his only food source was 
was human waste. How fantastic, and this may be a little bit too morbid, to have him stuffed afterwards, because this is a freaking... He'd be like a beanbag chair. He's huge. <laughs> he would be... He would be a great opportunity to be like always getting a bear hug. <laughs> he could have a great afterlife. I just, I'm mad at the police for naming him. If I didn't have a name associated with him, I would have just been like, this is some random bear. But it's, yeah, it's or, Hank the Tank, Joe. Or it should have been something. Yeah, typically when an animal is named, it is named like by the community, and the community is giving this this uh these human characteristics to the animal which ultimately makes it more relatable and and unfortunately almost every time once they go beyond their facebook notoriety and start causing causing a little bit of um disruption to the human the human standard of living then they ultimately get euthanized it's a sad story and a sad story cycle that continues and is is repetitive but it's it happens all over the west and there was one that i was listening to from another one of the meat eater podcasts it was either a wild turkey that lived in a neighborhood oh it was it was a there was a wild turkey that lived in this neighborhood and the the wild turkey was doing great. Everybody loved him. He had a name. Next thing you know, he just starts attacking people. The no, turkey? Yeah. Not sure why. And then they ended up euthanizing him. Did they eat him? Probably not. That seems wasteful. Well, they're going to eat Hank. You don't eat bear. Yeah, you do. Normal citizens of this mm, great country. I'm just mm, kidding. I mean, we eat squirrels, so it's whatever. Hey, the bear... I've never had bear, but I'm well, you excited. You just acted like it was a normal thing. Yeah, bear is, is it tough or is it like what compared to something? It is. It is very similar to pork. Really? In terms of it's it, if you get the bear in the right time frame, it will produce very delicious, um, a very delicious fat that you can then use for cooking. So that's where the term bear grease comes from. Right. And and then the the bear itself is it is a it's kind of like a a red it's it is a red meat, but a lot of the time you could use it the same way you would use pork. You could roast the hams and it would be like bear hams. You could do you could do briskets or a lot of it are like long slow cooked braised meals another another thing with bears you want to make sure you cook it up to the 165 fahrenheit because they they may have parasites and it's a lot easier to just cook it to confirm that you kill all the parasites as opposed to like beef some some people like it really rare down to like 130 140 degrees fahrenheit and that that temperature would not kill any parasites. So you definitely want to fully cook any bear or pork that you eat. Trichnosis is the is the primary parasite people worry about with with pork and with bear meat. 
And all of the cases for like the past 10 years have been from bear meat. So all the cases coming from bear meat, presumably, so it trichinosis has been eradicated from from farm-raised pork. They haven't found a case of trichinosis in a very long time. And with wild pork, it also looks like, for the most part, it's all gone. It's not something that you want to risk. You still fully cook your meat, but it... It's not as big as a concern as it used to be. Yeah. And with bear meat, like, you have to. Right. For sure. Because who knows? It could be Hank the Tank you're eating, and God knows where he's been. Anywho, RIP Hank the Tank. We dedicate this episode to you. Um, Final story of the night, because you're struggling. Um, This week, and this will be funny because I actually don't know all the details. (laughs) But this, we'll see how much we can get through the story with me only knowing the headlines that I've seen on the news over the past few days. But um, obviously, we've spoken about the Olympics multiple times on this show. Russia is not competing in the Olympics, nor have they been the last couple of times. It is the Russia or Russian Olympic Committee because the they be doping their athletes. They're taking the drugs, right? So um, last sus. last week. Um, obviously, figure skating is like the gymnastics of the Winter Olympics, right? It's like the top sport that people watch, that people care about, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, um, the uh, like the Simone Biles of the figure skating world has been this 15-year-old girl from Russia. Don't ask me to pronounce her name. I can't even spell it. Um, she did great in like the first, like the team competition or whatever they had. What was it? The first two or three quads done right. by a she female? Was, right. She like broke a record or whatever. However, before, uh, I guess it was like either yesterday or the day before, it was going to be the, like the solo competition. And like the day before, or like a couple days before, uh, everyone became aware that she had failed a drug test. Skrr! <laughs> you were waiting. Gotcha. She had failed a drug test in like December or January. And, and she had some sort of drug in her system, she claimed it was like a vitamin or whatever, but it, it's like a it's like a heart medicine that I guess if used as a steroid, it helps you be able to breathe better and thus like perform like better, recover, recover faster or something, right. more blood to the heart, right? Or something so like that. obviously, this was a huge shock because Russia's already been the reason Russia is right. not competing is because it's of, of the, doping, right? And it was a pervasive. It was through their entire organization and program, not just like the track team. It was literally all athletes. Right. And this girl is like, she's fantastic. Like she, all eyes are on her. She can do things that no other person can do. So it's not like no one, no one cannot look at her. Like she's everywhere. And she was the only one of their figure skating athletes who had, who didn't pass. And so then that threw everything like crazy they like paused they like the olympic committee had to like pause the rest of the competitions for figure skating to figure out what the heck was going on and i I guess like finally the russian olympic committee got back to them and they were like somehow they were like it was so long ago and i guess maybe she had another drug test to confirm that it's no longer in her system but she was allowed to compete people are very upset about this right like i uh who are the tara lipinski and Johnny Weir, 
Yeah. They apparently didn't even speak. They didn't. They're they're the announcers or commentators for the figure skate. Like they didn't even talk the entire time she performed out of protest, not against her, because again, she's a fifteen year old girl, but against the fact that like Russia is continuing to drug their athletes, presumably they're continuing their drugging program. Right, right, right. However, and I was going to watch the clip, but I. Could I get secondhand secondhand embarrassment like crazy? And I don't think I could handle watching this. She was allowed to compete. The only stipulation was that if she won a medal, they would not hold the award ceremony. Which honestly kind of sounds like a punishment for everybody else. I don't know why that was a stipulation, but it was. It's weird. Right. Not only did she fall multiple times during her jumps, but... Immediately after finishing her routine, supposedly she breaks down sobbing, obviously, so much pressure, I cannot even imagine. She skates over to the edge where her coaches are. They start berating her, basically telling her how terrible of a job she did. And then like the next time you see her, she's like sitting in like that little bench or whatever that they are just like waiting to see their scores and she's just like clinging onto a teddy bear sobbing her eyes out and she gets fourth place and then they quickly do the medal ceremony and i was just when i heard that this happened i was like like i can't be happy about that like obviously i'm i'm mad that they that there were these drugs involved but like she's a 15 year old girl there's no need to treat her like that she probably i'm sure she didn't willingly take the drug, she's just doing what her coaches and country are telling her to do and to have the pressure of one trying to win an Olympic gold medal on top of the pressure of this inter- international scandal is insane. Like, I can't even imagine. And I hope she's okay. Agreed. When I was 15, this was something that, that I found really interesting as you were talking, as we were thinking about this over the week. At 15... My life was probably, in some regards, very similar to hers. All I thought about was sports. Sports, maybe a little bit of school, but mostly sports. So what did we both do? We both go. Took drugs. We both go practice. We both do what our coaches say. We both are doing this stuff. The only difference is she is at a world level competing at the very, very best in front of everybody. Right. And and her coaches are like, this is, you have to do this and you have to be perfect to show the world that we are better than them. Right. Whereas like, I don't think that was ever really running through my coaches' minds. Even though for wrestling my coach was was at the national level. He had people go from his teams on to be Olympians. So like he was also coaching people at those levels. It was interesting to see and to kind of understand what just like a little bit of what she could be going through mentally. Having those times when like you drop the ball or when you lose your match or when you are the reason that you can like say, okay, I'm the reason everybody lost, even though that's not really a, it's not quite the same for figure skating. Like you're the only one out there at that point. So from that regard, seeing what she's going through, like I can empathize with her, but then also like seeing her coaches and being like, wow, that's like, 
they're terrible. Just like from that regard, it looks like they are being just well, terrible me, human beings. It makes me think of, and I haven't seen this story in a while, so maybe China. I think it was China. Because for the last couple of Summer Olympics, there's been that whole thing about the Chinese women's gymnasts are so young. And like, weren't they, a couple of them got caught for like lying about their ages or something? Correct. But I remember in the 90s, or like when I was a kid at least, I was like, there was like a news story on like showing like the Chinese gymnastic camps. Like these girls are like plucked out of their local gyms at like super young ages if they think that they're like good enough. And then they're like, that's all they do. And like they, I, there and that's was, their life. And like the coaches were like sitting on top of them to make them go into splits at like five years old and like all this crazy stuff. It's too much. Yep. Yeah. It it's really like is. way too much and sad. And I feel bad yep. for this girl. And I hope like, can we, not, the no more Russia. I'm sorry. Y'all have lost. They really need to be like banned for, for at least like really banned. one round of limp olympics right. like no, no summer way. olympics no winter olympics right and then you can come back then maybe you can come back right because obviously they've not learned their lesson unless yeah. it was truly like a mistake but if that's the case and i i saw one meme about it and it was it was somebody that was a uh it was a track person from the u.s who was not allowed to compete that i guess was a very similar situation where it turns out that she had a a failed drug test like months prior that just now like was re-revealed or something. And it was like, oh, well, it's like she has passed drug tests, so why can she not compete? But she wasn't allowed to compete. Because of that one past failed drug test. Yeah. Well, because those drugs allow you to build up muscle or like stamina or whatever. Yeah, like something like that. So I'm sure there's like standards and rules that that govern all of that for each drug. So why is it? It should you you shouldn't mistakenly take should, a drug. You shouldn't mistakenly take a drug, and there should be a very easy way to decide. Like, yeah, you're 15, or yeah, you're doing this drug, or you're doing this drug. Like, it doesn't matter like who you are and what your situation is. If you have the drug in your system and you are in the period where you're not allowed to compete because of it. Like you just shouldn't get to compete. Right. Like there should be no appeal process. Right. And what was even crazier is the like the top, I think I'll have to confirm this. The top three medals were all Russia. And she made fourth. So it's Russia. like now you're like, wait a minute, like, do we even trust Yeah. These results? It's just crazy. Yeah. Well well, let's end on a little bit of a, a lighter note. A little bit of a higher note, if you will. Let's end on the the sponsor who's not sponsoring this show. We were saving this sponsor until our first special guest was supposed to be on the show, but, you know, he never called. But the sponsor of today's show is Empire Roofing. This is a company that they do industrial roofs. Does that matter? For about ninety percent of our Empire, well, they may have a resi- They mainly do commercial. Roofs. They may have residential. We don't know. We only know them from their immaculate commercial building roofs, which are great. Does that matter if you're going shopping somewhere? Maybe it does. Maybe they did that roof, but you'll never have them do your roof unless you work for a commercial real estate property management company, which maybe you do. 
or maybe you don't. I don't know. But if you do work for somebody who needs a roof on a commercial building, just remember their jingle. Empire Roofing. This is not necessary. <laughs> we get the job done. <laughs> oh, Man. my word. <laughs> no, that's not their jingle. In fact, that wasn't a good jingle at all. If that's anybody's jingle, you probably don't get good business. Joe, you need to go to sleep. You're so ill. I'm not ill. I just don't have a voice. Right, right, right. But You sound terrible. I know, which is why I should probably just stop talking. But here we're going to go to bed. But here we're going to stop talking. Okay. All right. Bye-bye.